the War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and I am back. And joining me, as always, is my are my two co-hosts, Garrett and Will. Guys, how are you been? How you guys been? Doing well. Bright suns. Yes. How are you doing? <laughs> 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 <I'm not crazy. laughs> oh. Well, I want to first of all thank you guys for holding on the fort while I was on vacation, a much needed vacation. Uh, you guys did a great job, and thank you thank both you. for just holding down the fort. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we have quite a bit to talk about, include mostly we're going to be talking about the two upcoming. Disney Plus series, Andor, and Bad Batch. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's such a great, uh, it's such a great time to just be a. Star- I mean, I know that's kind of a cliche statement to be. A, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan, but it's just so nice to have all these different series on their way, mm-hmm. and then more behind that getting worked on and more behind that getting talked about so yeah 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 well uh which one should we start with should we start with bad batch or we start with andor my thought is we should start with bad bad batch it's a little bit further out yeah and focus more on on andor because it's coming out this week it is wednesday three episode premiere oh Um, my god that's so good yes oh just so excited now what did you guys think of the first season of Bad Batch? Loved it. Yeah. Great. I mean, just uh, it was such a cool uh, group of characters to introduce right towards the end of the Clone Wars. And yeah. then to have a spinoff, essentially, come out of them. But, you know, to see them go through, I mean, it really just anything surrounding that Order 66 plot and mm-hmm. how it affected everyone else and other people and other characters and to see how they handled it and where they're going with their story. And I love the character of Omega and um, it's kind of gut wrenching to see the, uh, the destruction of Camino. I don't know why. I mean, it wasn't like we were that attached to it, but still, um, you yeah. know, well, I guess it'd been attached to it for 20 years. So I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the home of the clones. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yo, go ahead. I was just going to say I'm, I'm I'm excited for it because one I'm kind of like what we were saying it's it's a great to extend the clone clone war. Um, the thing I really appreciated about it was it, you get to see how everything gets executed, no pun intended, ended, um, with from from that clone perspective. Um, yeah. Because in, I, I think the character that really ties everything back together is. Um, it is uh, Echo. Mm-hmm. Echo is uh, he's he's th- that one character that, that shows shows up in both series, uh, fairly predominantly. Predominantly, he was uh, uh, he you know he he was the clone started going nuts during the Clone Wars, figured out what was going on. It was a corrupted uh, control chip, and yeah, yeah. I thought it was also cool just to see like how. The Empire solidified everything, mm-hmm. you know, showing that part of it, how they're able to, you know, take, you know, basically take control of the galaxy like they did so seamlessly and how everything just kind of fell in line. You know, that was, it's going to be interesting to see that trans, that change too, and the change from the clones into the um, stormtroopers. The stormtroopers. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's going to be. Yeah, and I, and I find it interesting to see because you know when you're looking at Bad Batch, you're really looking at the formation of the Empire, or or I should say not the formation, but the growth to its high point. Yeah, which yeah. isn't even there yet. You know, you're seeing it happen, and yeah. that's ironic in in comparison to Andor, which we'll get to a little bit. But um, dealing with there, you're not now. You're starting to see the seeds of rebellion kind of seep in and you're going to start to see that story. So after the height of the empire. So yeah. it's cool that, that they kind of put these two shows 
Now, does Bad Batch wasn't it supposed to start fairly soon, or has that got pushed it, back? Yeah, I think it was. It got pushed back to uh, early early twenty three. Oh, it wow. did. Oh, wow. Yeah, from what I'm what I'm seeing is that, uh, or maybe it's supposed to be later this year. I don't I don't remember, but like I I got sense that it was being pushed pushed out to at least January, just so that it, it wouldn't collide with with else. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I, I would, I would, I, I kind of like that they did that to the sense that I don't want to have two Star Wars shows premiering at the same time, even if one yeah. is an animated yeah. show. I want yeah. it, I want it to like, I want one show a week, you know, <laughs> you know, let's do, let's do Andor, let's get that out of the way, and after that, okay, Bad Batch for a couple of weeks, yeah, and get that um, out of the okay, Mandalorian season three, you know, Bad Batch season two premieres January fourth, twenty twenty three. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... I mean, it isn't like, like you know, every single week there'll be some breaks in between, but... Yeah. Still, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, well, let's kind of hit the... Uh, one of the news, speaking of that, was the news that came out that once again it looks like um, the Rogue Squadron has been removed from the... Gotcha list of upcoming movies. Now, they, they didn't say that it had been totally scrapped. They just said that it had been removed. So that could mean anything, really. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things Those things where it's like, for me, I was, I, I was with Rogue Squadron. I was, I was in painting, like, kind of like Star Wars equivalent of Top Gun. That's what, I, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. It feels like it's, it's one of those things where it's like, like Disney's pumping the brakes on it. And saying we're, we're going to hold off because reasons. Um, yeah. And this is the same I, studio that had, had no faith in Black Cauldron. It was actually probably one of their stronger uh, projects. So, I think um, my my take on it is that um, you know it's a different world right now. Ever since Street, ever since Disney Plus, you know, and and these with these with the Mandalorian and with the Marvel uh, limited series that have come out. I think Disney is just switching gears completely, mm-hmm. and what yeah. and seeing whatever success I mean, and not success that they've had or non-success with. And I'm not talking about Star Wars here. I'm talking about Marvel because Star Wars is on a different. Star Wars is a different animal because yeah. you know they created the sequel trilogy. They had a few standalone films. They had well two standalone films. One hugely successful, and one not successful. And I think that they. Pulled the pulled the brakes back, and that's Star Wars. Now you take a look at Marvel. Marvel, uh, they they've actually had, I think, have had f- greater success in their streaming services collectively than they have in their post-pandemic movie releases. Yeah, yeah. You know, Spider-Man, yeah. notwithstanding, maybe Doctor Strange, but you know, Black Widow was okay. Not that I'm, I, I, and I'm a big Marvel fan. I enjoyed all the movies so far. But Chang-Chi, Eternals, um, uh, what's the latest one? Even Thor. Thor, Thor Love and Thunder, yeah. You know, yeah. They, they haven't gotten, and I, I enjoyed all, all of those movies, but they just haven't gotten the same thing. So I think that Disney is starting to see, and I'm guessing, and I, I don't think this, I don't know this for a fact, uh, but Disney's starting to see that there is um, greater. Uh, I guess uh, the, the there's greater chance for the greater ability to take chances on a streaming side than there is on the movie side. So, so unless they're looking at a movie script and a story a concept that is rock solid that no that every single person on the, down the road from the from the creatives to the to the suits reads it and just thinks. This is going to absolutely be the best thing ever. Yeah, I think it's going to be. They're going to be very careful. So now, do you think this again? This is just speculation, but do you think that it could also be that they saw it? They see, like you said, they see the success that the streaming services have had, that the series is that the the series the limited series have had, and they 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 said, okay, we like the story, but because we're having so much success with our series, let's see if we can retool this. From a movie into a series, possibly that, that maybe that's what they're doing. They're looking at it's like, like, all right, let's see if we can make this instead of just doing a movie, a theatrical release movie. Let's try to make this a series. 
I guess we'll have to wait till the next celebration to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of kind of a, it's kind of hard to say, say because, um, because when when you're doing a series, let's let's just take let's just take take um, the the new Lord Rings series on Amazon, for example. Yeah. Um, Amazon bought the rights for two hundred and fifty million dollars from the estate of J.R.R. Tolkien. They ended up um, putting at least a billion dollars into the production, just the first season alone. And uh, uh, one of the things that they're running running in, the more episodes you have to do, the, the more money you're putting out, and it's expensive. And right right now, what people are seeing, uh, at least from a critical, well, not from the from the critical, from the from the audience side, side of things, um, audience audiences are enjoying it as as well as the critics. Are yeah. so that it it might be one of those things where things where it's like they would it would probably it would probably better just do the film because because it would save them some money so if having about you know billions of dollars per episode they could just they can streamline it and so long as they have good tight writing uh, a good uh, good uh, special whether they're pract- practical effects CG uh, I'm personally towards the practical effects because that's what worked for George, George Lucas. And he was working, especially on the first film, on a very, very tight budget. Yeah. yeah. They've got money to burn. Pump it into some some really good practical effects, really decent writing, a, a darn good director. Give yourself a great film that you, you could put on streaming or in theater or both at hybrid release. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I honestly think uh, my, my, my number one guess is that they – are not happy with the story, or or more conflict with uh, Patty Jenkins or whomever. Yeah, is, uh, is, Patty, is Patty still? I don't know if she's still attached to it or not, but I thought she was. Yeah, uh, no idea at this point. Yeah, so, but you know what? It's like you know that kind of stuff. I never get worried about that. I mean, people. I mean, my goodness, all the stuff that we've and mind you, I've been someone who's been very happy with the Disney. Uh, product of star wars i mean a lot of people i, I know i might i might be alone in that sometimes i feel like but i i i go i go to the parks regularly and i see how many people are dressed up as kylo ren and ray and and first order stormtroopers and i i i really don't i believe that that the you know that any kind of uh attitude that you know disney failed with the with the sequel trilogy not that they're perfect i didn't say that but you know it just yeah. is, is overall parts of the film franchise i don't think that at all and i think that right. disney is very much aware of that however they're also can be aware of their missteps and moving forward they're trying they're going to be a little more careful and when they've seen such a level of success with streaming uh and again, not that each one has been as 100% successful. I mean, I think, you know, Mandalorian by far, you know, takes takes the cake. But Book of Boba Fett, you know, had, had there was some general interest in there. It brought Mandalorian back. So there was a lot of viewership with that. And what's, what am I missing? Oh, and an Obi-Wan, um, that broke a bunch of records. So it's, uh, it's you know, that now you're taking prequel love, you know, love back for the prequels. So... I think they're starting to realize that there's that, that Star Wars is not just for one group of people. Is there's there's love for all of the the stories and all of the eras, and they're talking about other eras, you know. And that's why I think they dip their toe into things like High Republic and Knights of the Old Republic and things of that nature. So who knows where, where it's going to go? So you know, I I don't worry about it. I figured you know we'll get our announcements. It was like D23 this year, you know, not that there was anything really Star Wars. There was a couple of things they announced, but, um, or some trailers that they showed, but a lot of people were complaining that they didn't really announce very much. And it's like, why do they have to? I mean, they announced, they announced a ton of, I, I know, I know. (laughs) Well, I'm speaking specifically of the parks panel, but even that, if you watch the parks panel, they announced a ton of that stuff too. It's just that they announced it globally, so you know everybody well, was like, "It's going to be a little bit more specific because what they're what they're trying to do is at this point they're trying to recoup the losses losses they had from those two years, exactly, and, and yeah. to make those changes and make those additions, they are, they are, um, you know, it, it cost it cost them a, a lot to do that. that 
and you know they're, they're playing with a at this point kind of a limited limited it even though they right. still have tons to burn. I mean, the biggest thing that I'm 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 seeing for uh, the Florida park park is that they're bringing in the Tron Tron uh, coaster, uh, which they have they've had Shanghai Disney for, for what three four years. Yeah, and I think some people have complained about that because it's not anything new, but in the you know they brought in Remy and they brought in Tron, and both of those are just redos. So there's no innovation on there. It's just that's you know, rescreen. rebuild, yeah. rebuild yeah. and go. Yeah. However, they just blew skied like four different things. They, you know, three, three, three new lands in the Magic Kingdom, a new thing in the Animal Kingdom. I, you know, I think it's uh, it's fantastic. So I, it's, but it's just not coming next year. You know, Disney's yeah. always been a lot slower. You know, yeah. Universal, their their chief their chief competitor has always been, with the exception of Harry Potter, which took a long time. They. Um, they like you know they'll throw up a coaster in a, in two years or in a year, but it's a coaster and that's you know it's ninety percent just whipping around like you would at any theme park. That's yeah. not what Disney does, so yeah. it's yeah. never been their model. The, the, the at least the the Universal on the East Coast is, is, a, is a lot better better because more to it, and more land to play with. Yes, uh, the the last time I was at Universal here in, in California was. Four and a half years ago, and it was, it was a great experience. I hadn't been since middle school, I think. And uh, the only roller coaster that they had, they had is the Flight Hippogriff, which was just—it's like a kids coaster. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like even in the, in the kids coaster at Six Flags Mag- Magic Mountain in Valencia is is way more intense than that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, you know it's just a again different business model, and well, in that case, just they're. they're they were a movie studio first there, so they, they're doing what they can with the land that they have. But, well, anyway, this is not a theme park discussion. This is a, it is not. <laughs> but we digress. Anyway. No, it's okay. Back to Bad Batch, just to wrap up a little bit on that. Um, I'm sure we're going to hear more I might, you know, in terms of predictions. I'm sure we're going to get oh, – by the way, I want to preface this. Predictions are not expectations. Not in my, not in my house, anyway. Well, I can't yeah. speak for you two. But for me – my predictions are nothing more than just hmm, maybe this will happen. If it happens, okay, called it. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to go, huh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll like it, maybe I won't, but I'm not going to get angry about it. So, um, the uh, the only prediction I have is I'm sure we're going to see a little more growth from. It looks like we've already seen it in the previews for Omega, and mm-hmm. I'm certainly thinking we're going to see more of Omega's story. And and how Omega's con- connection with the Bad Batch happens, and then I'm very curious to see how they handle Crosshair. Mm, yes, because because he's gonna be he, he's good for them. Yeah. yeah. So, so where is that yeah. gonna go? But there was a little bit of hesitation with regards to Omega. So even Crosshair, maybe he has a little clone soul. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested to see. There's a couple things. Is well, will we see Boba? Oh. This one? Will we see a young Boba? What other like they weren't afraid to bring in characters from the from the Clone Wars. So will we see Clone Wars other Clone Wars characters in in this? And how will they tie everything? To, how will they tie it together with the wider again with the wider story? Yeah. Will they bring yeah. Ahsoka in? That'll be interesting. Um, I, I, and again, I don't need it. I mean, because let's face it, Ahsoka's getting her own series. Yeah. But but I just but based on the time frame, I'm trying to like line this up. I guess I guess some of this took place. I mean, the whole like Clone Wars ending with Ahsoka and Rex crashing the ship, and then they kind of all just they just took off. Yeah. And then at the same time, the Bad Batch is dealing with trying to figure out what's going on. So then and later in the season of the Bad Batches, after the, you know, Rex and Ahsoka crash the ship and they're off kind of, they're off on their own somewhere, I guess. Yeah. Uh, eventually they're, they're, I guess they start off together, but we didn't see, you know, there was Captain Rex in the Bad Batch by himself. So I'm sure we'll see him again. Maybe if there's a reason, if there's a reason for him to be in the story. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of the uh, of um, Rhea Perlman's character? The, the oh, trained I'm oh. right here. Hold on a second. 
I can't remember. He's looking it up. I just, I I thought, (laughs) I kind of like her. I kind of like her. Yeah, she was good. Skid. Skid? Skid. Say it one more time. Sid. Oh, Sid. Right. So I think that uh, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we've again, we've already gotten hints of Sid um, in the uh, trailer. And uh, who knows? Who knows who will pop back? I wonder, maybe Fennec Shan, maybe. Um, who knows? Oh, we had, Cad we had Bane. Little... Cad Bane, we could see. Yeah. Uh, could know. we see a young um, Man- Mando? Maybe we'll see. Maybe. You know, you know I. That would be one. That would be a hard one to do because he'd be very young at this point. Again, I, I would wait I until the... during during the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah, uh, and so like you and that and he was rescued by um, uh, by his clan. So yeah, 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 yeah. Like if 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 he did show, he'd still be a little kid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we move on to Andor, there is another series that got a trailer. I want to make see if you guys saw it. Uh, that is Tales of the Jedi. Yes, yes, yes. I, I just the just the idea, the concept of it is just oh, I'm so excited for this one. Um, no, it yeah. is. It's very exciting. It's a cool. Now, my the only thing is that it's. It's only two stories told in short in a short format, right? So I'm assuming yeah. like several episodes yeah. for each story that'll be just kind of short. Yeah, kind of kind of going harkening back to the original Clone Wars. Yeah, the Clone Wars. Um, uh, oh, sorry, Clone Wars, not yes. the Clone Wars. Take the the. Um, which, to be to be, plainly honest with you, I did not care for that. Um, for personally. I just didn't like the animation style in it. It just wasn't for me. Um, but that's just me. I know a lot of people have a have a a, a soft part, a soft spot in their heart for that series. But it just, I just never got into it. I'll just say that. I mean, I, for me, it was. I, I, I'm at the time. I was kind of thought it was interesting. It was the first kind of high end animation we had before, other than droids and Ewoks. Yeah. So. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't really take it very seriously. I also kind of was a bit of a head scratcher watching Mace Windu take out an entire battalion of battle droids, like yeah, yeah. running past them. I thought, really, <laughs> you know, you could could have used those moves in Geonosis and probably would have gotten out <laughs> on his own. So, yeah, you know, that um, that was. There are some references in the Clone Wars series in the, in the, in the Sky animation. Reference, for instance, the 2D miniseries. Um, yeah. They're few and far between, but there, there are some references that go, go back. Um, some of them are like planetary name, name up, stuff like that. Others, there's like, um, I can't remember which one it was or which, which volume it was. Um, but like all the, all the warfare on, uh, on DAC. Yeah, Kit Fisto, and they're all you know, you know they're all uh, underwater and thing. That was friends back to the the music. Yeah. And they also, I mean, they kind of hinted that one of the reasons why Grievous had that cough was because of Mace Windu uh, in that in the Clone War series, that yeah. Clone War series that he crushed his heart, mm-hmm. which gave him the permanent. <clears throat> Cough yeah. that he always had. I mean, yeah, I appreciated that it, it literally ended right at the scene, the opening scene of. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I appreciated for me, like, for me, that kind of storytelling. For me, uh, it was really. more. Uh, it was more of an aesthetic thing. I just didn't yeah. care for the animation. Yeah. That was my biggest thing for it. And people yeah. say, like, "Well, it was the same guy who did um, Powerpuff Girls." Powerpuff, <laughs> yeah, Powerpuff Girls, and right Jack, and right Jack. And again, I didn't really care for that 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 those shows either. So yeah, yeah. Well, back to Tales of the Jedi. So we're dealing with two stories, right? One about right. Qui-Gon, or no, one about Count Dooku, and one about Ahsoka. Kind right. of like semi origins stories, sort of. Yeah. So that's good. That's the, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting oh, to see. Yeah, and they had like somebody, somebody said I read that 
the young Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon is being voiced by Liam Neeson, but young Qui-Gon is being voiced by his son. Ooh. His little son, who is Rich, uh, Richardson, his last name, the one I yeah. guess, that he had with Natalie. So that's cool. You know, be that is very cool. Very to cool. Hear, to hear the similarity. But, uh, yeah, so, I'm, I mean, for that, I'm, I'm just excited to to uh to just see you know how that unfolds and just kind of you know fill in the fill in the gaps fill in the 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 bios of those characters a little bit more mm-hmm. so be exciting yeah yeah all right well then that leads us to finally the, the show that's coming up this Wednesday andor yep. um i i don't think I, i've been this excited about a star wars show since Mandalorian since I first saw the trailer for the Mandalorian and I didn't I think I'm even more excited for this show than I was Mandalorian wow um because I I don't know it's just it's hard to explain I maybe it's because I had no virtually no expectations going into Mandalorian um as far as what to expect yeah, I was excited about it, but for some reason, it's just something about this, the trails that we've seen, what we've heard about it. I am just so amped about this show. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's certainly, uh, it certainly is setting, you know, it, it's always interesting because you know, Disney has, a, has its work cut out for them with this type of a show. I mean, you know, you can do a show called Obi-Wan Kenobi and put you and McGregor on there, and you have just sold it on, you know, millions of people who grew up with the prequels, right? You can do a show called Bo- Boba Fett, and you can sell it. That could be sold on, you know, millions of adults like our age. And even if we haven't had any real continued interest in Star Wars, we all have heard and remember Boba Fett, and we think, oh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting character. Let's see what they do with it. But Andor is tricky. Because yes, we all you know people have heard of the story of Rogue One, but even when Rogue One came out, we've talked about this in previous episodes. Rogue One, people thought it was just the next episode of the sequel trilogy. So they walk in and see where's Ray, where's Finn, where's Poe, who are these people? You know, yeah. they didn't realize it until they you know, watched it a bit and realized that oh wait, this is taking place. This is they're talking about the Death Star. They're talking about you know stuff like that. So they this is again yet another prequel. And but Andor was, you know, unless you were really into it, you don't know who that name is. Not a lot of people can, can name Cassie and Andor as a character from Star Wars. You I know, but I, yeah, I can, you can. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about mass, you know, mass, the, 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 pub, the mass public. So it, it, it's a, but it's nice, you know, they're going to take a risk with it. But yeah, I agree with you. The trailers and the way they framed it and the way they're filming it. And the way they're shooting it, and the lighting, and the the way the characters are behaving, um, it is shaping up to be a very different, but no less interesting and cool looking uh, Star Wars experience. I'm liking it simply for the sheer fact that it's much more of a sort of a spice than in anything. Yeah, you've you've got this travel, and there's there's probably ref- references to Jai or or. Some other elements that we've we've already seen, but the thing I'm most most excited for is the fact that we get a legit spy story. Kaz yes, is the he's he's he rogue operative for the Rebel Alliance because he's because he's got street cred. He's he's you know he's five years you know living the toughest life his life figuring out how to survive. This guy knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. And so to see what he what he was like years leading up to the event of Rogue One, where you know he, where, where he's I mean he was he's already jaded kind of going into this, but to to see jaded he get gets by the Rogue One happened, and that's going to be the, the cool part. Yeah, he's been in this fight since six years old, so then we get to see what exactly happened when he was six, but. Yeah. Um, but no, I also I agree with you. That the spy, the spy element. The pol- I'm 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 actually excited about the political intrigue. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, so much of this, if you watch the deleted scenes from um, Episode Three, the Revenge of the Sith, you will actually see 
a lot of the well actually I mean it'd be very interesting to watch this first and particularly the scenes with um, Mon Mothma and mm-hmm. to see how much of it they stuck with from the from the deleted scenes of episode three. I mean I don't know yeah. if people realize that the actress who's playing Mon Mothma was in Revenge of the Sith, but all yeah. of her scenes were cut except for maybe one pass by. I mean yeah. all of them were cut. No lines. And they brought her back not only for Rogue One, the same actress, but they brought her back again for Clone Wars, or I think Rebels, rather, excuse me. And then now they're bringing her back again for Andor. So I'm excited to see where that is. Like, you know, what's the line she said in the. I, I, re, I, re, I went through the trailer and teasered again today just to refresh my memory. And they said, when she's like. You know, if they think I'm a nuisance, maybe they won't pay attention to me. They won't realize what I'm really up to. You know, yes. like, oh my goodness, what is this woman going to be doing? I mean, we know what she's doing, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's now, now, do you think that there could be the the chance that, much like people complained with Boba Fett, that people complaining? I'm I'm going to say firm affirmative. Yes, people will. Yeah. Well, I, I mean. Very reasonable. I, I think it's going to happen. Just a, you know, just just an educated guess. Yeah, Um, but that the chance that we could see a situation like we had with you know people complain with with Boba Fett, where he gets kind of overshadowed by other characters in the show. I'm really hoping not because we saw some of that a little bit with Boba Fett. We saw some a little bit with with one where Lucas was not on the title title care as much as it could have been. I'm but from what, what I've seen in the trailers where they're showing him him prominently, I, I think yeah. I think uh, Lucasfilm has seen that they're they're correcting that, making sure that that's not a an issue um, because you know. What's the point of the point of title character? If you're not you're not going to focus. On. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't. I think I don't, uh, we've seen quite a bit of Andor. So now yeah. we, you know, I I think that we're going to see the character. I don't think we'll necessarily see. You know, I don't think it's going to be played by at least two roles. At least Diego will play the adult version, and there's a kid in there. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Sure. So, yeah. um. So I'm, I'm, that's my that's my take on that. But yeah. uh, now, I, you know, I, oh. I do. Some of the reviews have already come in, and, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. It's, it's, it's. I think what I found is, that, you know, although it might just be the people that I tend to follow on on social media um, who tend to be more positive, they seem to be enjoying it. But they said it's very adult. That it's like not just adult in you know theme and tone, but you know, there's some swear words. There's some you know, adult situations. So it's going to be an, an adult version of Star Wars like like we haven't seen as of yet. So right. what that mean, what that translates to after 12 episodes, I don't know. Yeah. Now, the one, now there's, now we can, I think, let's try, kind of transition to maybe, I don't know if I want to say what we don't want to see, but I mean, maybe, maybe that's the best way to talk about it. Of things like, like, even if I'm trying to put into words what I'm trying to say. So like for me personally, I, I, I really I, don't want to see Vader as much as I love Vader. I don't think this is the show for for Vader to show up in. Okay. I think Vader at this point, maybe mention him, even if it's in an offhand way, but at this point, I think Vader still needs to be the boogeyman. He still needs to be that thing that's kind of in the in the background that people, you know, talk about. That's kind of like, you know, I think not seeing him at this point, or even just mentioning him in whispers, makes him even more terrifying at this point. Oh, absolutely. I don't think, I don't think he needs to show up in the show. That's that's what it's. I mean. You know, and I think I think if he does, that takes that. I, for me personally, that could take away from from the show, because then you're focusing on Vader. You know, you're focusing on oh my gosh, Vader's here, Vader's here, and you know, yeah, this isn't Vader's show. Okay. 
I mean, that's just me personally. I don't know what you guys think, but. No, I, I completely agree with you on that one because I think having having Vader in the show, he's such a, a dominant presence throughout the franchise that that like the the brief scenes of him in Rogue, Rogue One, great, those good because they show that he they showed that as much as just Krennic was a threat, he, there was someone who one who could who could cow him him very easily. Yeah, and we we got to see a version of Vader hunt for the the Death Star plans in a light that we hadn't, hadn't seen before. And yeah. that worked for, for them. For and, the, it, and I think it also worked for him showing up in Obi-Wan. Right. Exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, that was a personal vendetta. This, this is a situation in which, in which um, you know, we're five years out, out the event of A New Hope and, well, and just prior to Rogue One. And there's no need for him to be there because why would he want to hunt down just some, just some lie? Yeah, the only way I could see him possibly showing up is at the very end, where yeah. there's a scene of him meeting with Krennic, talking about Project Stardust, you know, talking about the the you know, the, the Death Star. I, I really don't think it, he's not the focus. He won't be the focus. Yeah. If anything, if anything, he'll be in a reference, as you said, or a um, very brief. Flyby or some 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 something like that, and whatever it is, I will. I, I seriously doubt it will take up more than a few seconds of screen time. Yeah. Now, so, what about the emperor? I mean, you know, I I would imagine. I mean, we've already seen scenes in the Senate, so it's certainly possible. We've already seen uh, Ian McDermott, you know, don the makeup for the end of Obi Wan. I see no reason why he couldn't have just kept it on a few more or a few more lines. Yeah, uh, you know, and 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 do something like that. Having said it, does it have to? No, um, could very well have his major domo, one of those, you know, Masamita guy or whoever, could uh, be the person doing all the talking in the Senate, um, and he just kind of goes to his ivory, or I should say, black tower, and uh, just you know, you know, rule from on high. So you know, we don't have to see him, but I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get a get a pinch of him or Bail Organa for that matter. Yeah. You know, that's another one. Showing um, up because you know he being senator, it would right. make total sense for for Jimmy Smith to show up. Yeah, um, and you know if they ask him, he'll do it because he's, yeah. he's. Oh just, yeah, he's been jumping in for any time. You want me to? Oh sure. I'm surprised he didn't do the voice for uh, you know for for Bad Batch or whatever. But um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Uh, I think we're all very. I think I think the consensus we're all very excited for this show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm being I'm cautiously optimistic. I have no reason not to be. Um, you know, we. I mean, Diego Luna did such a bang up job. Mm-hmm. They got a great cast all the way around. You yeah. know, you know, even the people that what's his name, Skarsgård. I'm so happy to have him in a, in the Star Wars universe. I wanted yes. him in there since like. Gosh, I can't even. Since I since he was in Pirates, I remember when he played what's his name, Bootstrap Bill. I'm like, oh, this guy belongs in Star Wars. Yes. You know, I just want him there so bad. <laughs> so, um, so now we have him, and that's great. And uh, the re- the return of uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera. A little more, uh, a little more of him than we got yeah. in Rogue One. I think it's before he's, you know, he's. Not quite the man he used to be, but you know he's. I don't think he's been quite piecemealed as much as he is in Rogue no, One. No, no. Which I think yeah. it's going to be interesting to see if we see that that story kind of play out a little bit of how he becomes what we see in Rogue One. Now, I will say one hope. Again, not expectation, just a minor little tiny back of my mind hope that we see a bit of. At some point, even if it's just in a glorified cameo, although I could understand if it doesn't happen, and I and I forgive it, but I would so love to see Chirrut and Baze. Yeah, even yeah. even just running in the background, if somehow he ends up back on Jeddah for something, because it looked like Diego's character, like Andor, was familiar with Jeddah, was familiar with who was there and what people were doing, so he could have had a run in in, in a cameo setting. I don't think they'll go on an adventure together. But, you know, that's definitely, you know, a, a long shot hope that I hope to, to, to be able to see, if not in this season, next season. Now, we've been 
confirm it's been confirmed that we will not be seeing K2SO this season. Yeah. That's I don't, what I want to see. I want to see K2. I I, I believe season, it makes sense. You know, they they brought him out like a, two celebrations ago. They brought him out on stage with with uh, Diego. So obviously he's I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the story. Um but I think it's going to be season two. Yeah. I do believe that they've already kind of announced that. So yeah. uh, maybe, and maybe that's part of the story, you know, and then maybe, you know, maybe they have to establish uh, Diego's character a little more in this season and mm-hmm. then start to, you know, cause remember it's going to end in the second season, pretty much right on rogue one. Like he's going to be, yeah. I've been told, you know, I don't know how people know this, but they're saying that it's going to be, going to end on the scene we meet him for the first time. So I don't know how true that is, but yeah. Well, what are, what about you, uh, Garrett? What are, what are yes. some of your thoughts? You've been kind of quiet. <laughs> Sorry. I'm been... No, it's, it's, and I'm, I'm, I'm content to let you guys talk and like, and before I can say anything, you guys usually, usually have said what it is I'm thinking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Great minds think alike. I've I've been been last month. I've been spending my my time as a, a, a as a reporter, so I, I I get to be a fly on the fly on the usually. Uh, uh, I want to ask my opinion. Uh, I love love. I'm I'm re- really excited for this. Like, uh, just the like I loved Rogue One. I love the concept behind it. Um, I'm always a big fan big fan of, of of the spy genre. The fact that they're 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 finally throwing it into wars on a more consensus is great um and and so so i'm i'm liking this because like even even though even though it's there the way, the way i kind of see kazi nandor is i kind of see him as kind of like like a young Jack ryan only instead of being being like you know ivy league he, he's from the streets you yeah. know he, yeah. he's he's only he's definitely that spy that that He's pulled into being a spy without really, really wanting to be, but he's but he's got it. Um, and and on, on top of that, he's got the, the other skill sets needed to accomplish whatever the mission missions are. Whether it's a survival mission, intelligence gathering, maybe taking out an asset target, uh, uh, he's he's got that capability and, and he's got mindset because of, of how he grew up. And we're up and we're gonna see those elements. I mean. His eagerness to, to follow the directives in Rowan to kill Generso's dad, and being willing to do so until she showed up on, on the on the land platform, you know, like he was ready to pull the trigger. He was wrestling with it. He was ready to do the job. The job. And I'm like I said, I'm eager to, to see how how he get point A at the beginning of the series to point B at the start start of one. Um, as well as the, those things that he has to wrestle with, <coughs> job he does a cost. You know, uh, whether it's whether it's lying to someone that he's gained the trust on, whether it's killing someone that he's, he's gained the trust of, or killing someone close close to someone that trusts him, um, whether it's uh, um, you know just whatever the task task is, it's going to be interesting to see to see how he wrestles with those those moral. Uh, those, those moral uh, questions and the ambiguity that he has to deal with in that uh, in that role, role. Um, and it's, it's gonna be fun. And like like I said, he's an actor. Um, he's in some really interesting stuff. Stuff. Um, and I like him. I think he fits the role well. And, and it's gonna be really cool to see how he, he takes how he how he jumps into the role and, and just you know does what he's gonna do with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, I was just looking here at some of the other shows that are in development or coming up. Um, there's, I mean, we have a quite a bit of Star Wars coming up. We have, of course, Andor. Uh, we already mentioned Tales of the Jedi and Bad Batch. Mandalorian Season 3, Young Jedi Adventures. Um, have you guys heard about heard about this one? I have, have. I know much about it, about it though. Yeah, it's yeah, a, an animated, animated TV series in spring of 2023. Uh, uh, a new season, a new volume of Visions, Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Visions. I'm usually an yeah. animated, but I liked Visions. I like the different styles. Yeah. And 
go back through and, and, and try to find out and identify the different uh, actors that they, that they brought in as voiceover. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, of course, Ahsoka. Ahsoka coming out with the TV show. And they yep. uh, apparently they've cast uh, Ezra. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so literally, okay, I have one expectation. I will say this. I already told you, these are not expectations. I have one <laughs> expectation. I want Freddie Prince as a... As a as, yes, oh. Freddie Prince as Caden. Yes. As Kanan, but as a, I mean, he's dead. No, yeah, yeah. But yeah. bring him back as a flashback, as a ghost. I don't care what it is. But Caleb Doom. Back. We need Caleb Doom. You literally have the entire cast of the ghost or of the rebels in this show. It should be called Rebels plus Ahsoka. Rebels plus Ahsoka. Uh, skeleton Crew. <laughs> Sounds like a great name for a for a band. <laughs> rebels plus Ahsoka. Um, but uh, also Skeleton Skeleton Crew. Um, it's gonna be interesting, be interesting. Cause, yeah, because I, I don't know much about about that show, and I'm I'm just like, just the premise of it is it seems, wow, yeah. Um, Acolyte, the Acolyte TV show, Lando. Yeah. Uh, then we got, I mean, so I mean, uh, Taika Watiti's movie is supposedly still in development. The Book of Boba Fett two. Uh, a second season of Buffett. Uh, it's status unknown is what it has. Um, there's also a, a status unknown for the Kevin Feige movie. There's uh, a JJ Dillard and Matt Owens movie uh, possibly coming out. Rangers of the New Republic is still up in the air. The Ryan Johnson trilogy is still up in the air, and the. Uh, Bidoff and White Weiss movie is still up and as has been canceled is what this says. Yeah. Um I, I you know, anything anything and everything, you know, until you start seeing the uh and I'm not being cynical here, I'm just being like, you know, cautious. Yeah. Um until you start seeing the characters like show up on entertainment weekly covers, you know, you're not a hundred percent and hey, yeah. you can't even say that because look what happened to that Batgirl movie. <laughs> so True. Don't get me started on that one. Oh my True. goodness! So, uh, but it looks like at least everything up through uh, the acolyte is pretty much confirmed because yeah. we've got we've got you know we've got casting for acolyte, we've got casting for skeleton crew. Um, Ahsoka's already done. It's in it's in the pipe. So, so. yeah, pretty much all of it's. Everything up to that point has been everything past that is either in development or um, up in the air. Um, right. You know, obviously, Rangers in the Rangers in the Republic, which was one that I'm personally kind of disappointed that you know it possibly could be canceled because that looked like a really cool idea. Um, I, I I would um, I would I would still I'd still be hopeful. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of that had to do with the the firing oh. of Gina of Gina Car- Gina Carrara, Car- whatever her name was, Gina. Yeah, because um, yeah. she was supposed to be like the the lead. She was going to be the lead on that. So to do yeah. that show without that core character, but don't don't think for a minute that they're not going to try to replace that character in some in some capacity in yeah. some way. And then if we get somebody who's equally strong, favorite. She was a fan favorite from Mandal Mandalorian, and 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 uh, they would it would behoove, behoove them as producer to bring her back on. Yeah, I, I you 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 may, you may be right, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but you know, who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, yeah, always in motion is the future, right? So yeah, we, I we, think there would have to be a lot of. For that to happen on both sides, there have to be a lot of uh, suppression, suppression of suppressing of ego. Uh, yeah, that and both sides would have to would have to. There have to be a lot of mea culpas going on on both sides. I think both sides would have to come together and say, like, yeah, yeah, we both made mistakes, and I don't know if either side is willing to do that. Right. Yeah. Whether so it be Disney I, I, or a Gina. So I think at the I think more realistically, 
and again, this is no 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 basis no basis in facts facts here, just uh, speculation. Yeah. But realistically, I think that they're gonna they have to throw all these other things out at, out there, get them out, see what oh, they yeah. have, see see what see who the new breakout star is, and yeah. see if there's somebody that can be placed into that role, whatever that yeah. role is going to be. Yeah. But you know, as yeah. I said, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, I think this is a uh, good a time as ever to kind of wrap things up here. Um, Will, why don't you tell the people out there where they can where they can find you at? Okay, you can find me uh, at home on YouTube with my Darth Tuba Star Wars unboxing show channel. Uh, new episodes drop on Sundays and Wednesdays. Although I am experimenting with and occasionally uploading some new YouTube shorts. Um, that come out not every day, but every couple of days. And uh, you can sh- find me on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba, uh, Darth Tuba's unboxing page on Facebook. And you can email me at DarthTuba77 at gmail.com. All right. Uh, Garrett, what about you? Well, you, well, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at GKJ underscore publishing. You can, you can also find me on YouTube at, uh, at GKJ publishing. I actually have a new season of my my show out on YouTube. Uh, season five live launch on October first. Uh, it's good. it's going to be great. I've got, I've got a ton of author interviews lined up. In fact, in fact, I just uh, recorded the, the interview for my two hundredth episode uh, this afternoon. I'm super excited. Um, and then um, and then yeah, and that's that's pretty much. All right. As for us right here, you can check us out each and every week uh, live here on Facebook and now YouTube. Hopefully this works. We're trying something new, trying to do a double simulcast to both Facebook Live and YouTube. Uh, remember to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Just search for War of the Stars. You can email us at warthestars at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle. Check out our Facebook page. If you're not able to watch us live, uh, as I said before, you can also check us out on YouTube. Just check out War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Or you can find us wherever you get your podcast at. Again, just search War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Check out our um, Instagram page. Again, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Also, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Or check out our merch shop. Link is will be in the description on our YouTube page and all our social media. Get the cool uh, War of the Stars merch. And that will do it for this week. Uh, next week, we'll start our review of Andor. So join us then. And remember, this is my Star Wars. This is this year's Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Till the Spire, everyone.